I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 249 of the Cantabite Dispatch, recording on Timothy Oliphant and Cake Day. I am here with my delightful co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. Happy Timmy Oliphant Cake Day. Happy Timothy Oliphant Cake Day to you. We've made it. Another Timmy Oliphant Cake Day. I know. Another day to celebrate. They seem to come quicker every year. They really do, especially this year. I feel like it just it just came automatically. It's a good holiday. I feel like we're 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 growing every year, and by that I mean one year because it's our second year. So we're growing this year. <laughs> we've gotten some good. We've gotten some good pictures of cake. We've made some cake. I'm going to watch Timmy Oliphant later. It's very exciting for me. I know. It was It was just previously discussed that I'm watching Live Free or Die Hard after this. So Well, you might not because it's not streaming on anything. You'd have to buy it. <laughs> That's going to be sad news for him. <laughs> we'll probably just watch The Mandalorian or something. Well, if you have to watch Live Free or Die Hard, it's going to be sad for you because that movie is a piece of shit. <sighs> he is very good in it. The rest of the movie is awful, but he is having a lot of fun. It's like all those reruns of like Fast and Furious that are always on TV. Like I always feel like like if we're watching like normal TV, like those are always on, and like those are always the channel that okay, it's a commercial. Let's go back to Fast and Furious, and it's always the same movie with Gal Gadot in the bikini doing things on the island. Oh yeah, that one. Oh look. There's some other Timothy Oliphant projects you could watch. You could watch The Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett, but that's kind of lame. Um, you'd watch Dreamcatcher, the t- t- absolutely terrible Stephen King movie he's in. You could watch Justified, which is a very good show. You could watch Deadwood, which is an excellent show. Uh, you could watch The Crazies, which is a horror movie I have not watched, but is one of my sister-in-law's favorite movies. Uh... You watch Go, which is like a 90s, look how cool we are comedy. Um, He's in Scream 2, I want to say. I think it's 2. Yeah, Scream 2 we He's in a lot of movies. Yeah. But I'm going to be watching um, Santa Clarita Diet, the one, the show with Drew Barrymore. Which I watched like the first episode of back when it first came out. And I'm like, I don't like zombies. I'm not going to watch this. But then some people were saying that's what they were watching. Like Christine was going to be making her cake with raspberry in it. Like the blood and Santa Clarita Diet. And I know Adele just rewatched it again. So I decided to get another chance last night. Because if it was bad, I didn't want it to be the thing that I watched on Timothy Olfunk Cake Day. But I watched like three episodes last night. And I like it. Drew Barrymore is a zom- turns into a zombie, and she's like super, uh, like horny as a zombie for some reason, and she's married to Timothy Oliphant, and they have a teenage daughter, and they're real estate agents, and 
so it's not like a zombie where she, you know, doesn't have her brain at all. She just needs to eat people. I mean, don't we all? And also is super horny for some reason. But I liked her Barrymore a lot. I know. I, I'm i loving seeing her doing, like, the talk show now. Like, she's like the new Ellen, but, like... Nice. Not a... Not a... Uh, <laughs> I was going to use a different word. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not... She's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, great career turnaround for her. I know she was having a hard time in her, like, teenage years. But, yeah, she really... Uh, she really came back. So it's always nice to see those, like, success Hollywood stories. Because all those child actors, man. Like, you know, you have, like, Jake Lloyd and all the other ones I can't think of. Like, Yeah, it's, it's often a rough time. But she seems to be doing good and just having a lot of fun living her best life. And I applaud that. I know. Good for her. Yeah, I just saw because I that the hashtag keeps growing. Like I'm seeing like a bunch of like Timmy Lafont cake days. Um, Timmy's also in Amsterdam. Yeah, which is a movie I am not going to see because it is supposed to be horrible. I didn't realize he was in it though. Everyone is in it. Yeah, Taylor Swift's in it. Yeah, because uh, Kim, she's watching it. She's eating her funfetti cake and she's watching Timmy and Taylor Swift. Two great people. That's good. Oh, what kind of cake Amazing. do you have? I also have a funfetti cake, but it's like a it's like a healthier funfetti cake. So instead of like all the ingredients that go into a cake, it's just cake mix and Greek yogurt. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's better than you think. And then the frosting is just um, like sugar free vanilla pudding mix, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jello or not Jello, uh, Cool Whip, and like some vanilla extract. And some milk. And it's pretty good. Nice. Pretty good. Yeah, not terrible. I like it. It it suits me. It suits Carlos. Because, God, I would want to make, like, a like a full fat, like, cake. But, like, I have no self-control. So, like, I would eat that all tonight. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, so. Healthier foods I make are, you know, for me and for, like, my future. Because if I don't feel like thinking about my future, then I will make something that is full of butter and full fat. What did you make? I made a lemon cake and I did a raspberry cream cheese frosting. But I had some cream cheese frosting and I just blended in some um, raspberry jam. I love the combination of lemon and raspberry so much. Mm-hmm. It's a good combo. It's one of my favorite combos. Yeah. So that's good. Let's see. Uh, Christine sent us a gorgeous looking like raspberry swirl pound cake that I really want to eat. I know that looks amazing. King Tom had a king cake. What is a king cake? So it is, um, so on the, the Epiphany or Three Kings Day, which is also at the start of Mardi Gras, it's a, it's a cake you eat for that. So it's, it's, you often see them with the Mardi Gras, like green and purple frosting. It's kind of like a coffee cake or cinnamon roll type thing in a ring. And then it has a little plastic baby in it. And if you get the piece with a little plastic baby in it, then you have, I don't know, good luck for the year. I'm not entirely sure on that. I don't, I don't like cinnamon. So I have never had king cake, but when I worked in the like grocery store, we'd always have them at this time of the year. Oh, that's interesting. Cause like, I would think of like with Mardi Gras, like you would find something in the middle of cake and get tits or something. No, I think you get, I don't think, I mean, look, there's a lot of tits in Mardi Gras, but I don't think if you get the little plastic baby Jesus, then you get tits. Some people might celebrate it differently. I mean, entirely possible. Entirely possible if you get yeah. it. I mean, and, and like, okay, whatever you want to do in your own house, get, we can have at it. Yeah, well, King Tom, hope he got tits. <laughs> or just had some good cake. Either way. Both. <laughs> oh, man. So, what have you been watching, Emily? <sighs> oh, my God. So... I watched the, the third episode of The Last of Us and was not okay. Like, I knew, because I watched it the night 
after it aired. So I knew like the way people were talking about the episode, kind of how it was going to end. But I didn't know how hard it was going to hit me or how amazing Nick Offerman and Murray Bartlett were going to be. But I cried harder than I have cried. Well, I was going to say I've cried harder than I've cried in a long time. No, no, no. I've cried harder than I have watching a TV show in a long time. <laughs> Did a lot of crying last year. But not at TV. With this, I was just sobbing for the entire end of that episode. Like, it's just devastating. It's so beautifully done. Their performances are both so good. I, I mean, the thing is, I knew Nick Offerman was really funny, and I knew that I liked him. I like his books. I like his old thing. I think he's really cool. But I didn't know how good of an actor he was. And he is devastatingly good in that episode. It broke me. It just broke. I was so devastated. The Bengals lost, Emily. I found out I'm a football fan because I was really fucking sad that the Bengals lost. Fucking Joe Burrow and his beautiful head of hair is not going to the fucking Super Bowl. But hey, but actually, it's a great thing. You know, first time in Super Bowl history that two black quarterbacks are in the Super Bowl. So representation. That's amazing. Yeah. And um, two brothers on opposite teams. First time in football history, in Super Bowl history. I mean, that's got to be that's got to be weird as a parent. I know mom's going to be there in her like half Eagles, half Chiefs jersey, which I don't know why the fuck they're still called the Chiefs, but I can't wait till I don't have to say that anymore. But yeah, man, crazy, crazy Super Bowl history. But yeah, I was bummed about that. And then we get home, we watch The Last of Us. I I knew that because I was reading about this episode that this episode like veers away from the um, the game. So I knew he was gay when he was doing the wine pairings when he was talking about like the wine pairing with the duck, and I'm like. Oh, this is where this is going. I I love this. And then just seeing their story in kind of this like weird pandemic, like it's just them in this little area. Like it was so beautiful. I wasn't expecting something from like a video game inspired be so beautiful. I wasn't expecting it to go this route. I was like awestruckly surprised. Yeah, and I just, I mean, here's the thing that I realized watching this episode, though. I was super, super invested in that story. I don't give a shit about the main story of this show. (laughs) I know, because they, like, they try to include uh, Joel and Tess because, like, that was the people who who they were talking to and, like, they have a little dinner and... And Nick Offerman sitting there with his gun, which I think is so funny. His character in this was just so great. Like that, just that montage scene of him going into Home Depot and getting everything. Like just his preparedness for something like this was just insane to watch. And then just seeing like the love story unfold. And, you know, you have the the highs and the lows. And then just how they decided to end the episode was just heartbreaking yeah i kind of like i kind of watched this episode and went i don't know if i need to keep watching the show because i really like this but i mean i like i i like pedro a lot but i don't i'm not really invested in the we gotta you know cross the scary wilderness and kill people and zombie shit and i find ellie really annoying i like that actress it's I, I think it's just a character thing. Oh, that's interesting. I, I don't know. I, I think I just don't like that kind of character. I get it. She's, you know, the kid who grew up in the apocalypse and she's acting tough and just the bravado. But I just, I find it just 
really makes me tired. I feel like after dealing with Atreus and God of War, I feel like any like child actor is tolerable. I don't know. I just, I, 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 yeah, I don't think it's the acting. I just think it's, uh, I don't like that kind of character. And again, I just like, yeah. I don't know, like, meh, fungus zombies, whatever. Just give me, I will, I just, if you would give me a whole show, like if the whole season had just been that story with, <laughs> with Nick Offerman and his husband, I, I couldn't watch that for an entire season. It just broke it. It broke me. Like it was just so sad. I had to like you know like I feel like half the time I was watching it on mute because I didn't know what was gonna happen if someone was just gonna drop dead if like zombies were gonna come like jump scare. I don't know. You don't know these type of shows, but it's just the different things that they added, like the scene where, you know, they're eating the strawberries that they've planted and just Nick Offerman's like giggle from yeah. that. Like, and, you know, him talking about his husband talking about how he wants to end his life and just planning the day that they're going to have, you know, go to the store, get suits, get married, have a nice meal. Like just the details from that were just, it was just so personal and just heart-wrenching and you feel their love you know you you feel their love and and it just makes you like so sad for them yeah i it's a beautifully done story uh it's a little rough to have that as episode three of your show because how are you ever gonna live up to the rest of the season with that it's truly going to be the best episode possibly of the series yeah yeah I don't know. I'm I'm curious now what happens. I, I keep telling Carlos that he should play the game so that we find out what happens. But he's like, you gotta watch the show. And I'm like, I can get eaten by a zombie tomorrow. Well, yeah. Like, I need to know or, what happens. I mean, you could just go on Wikipedia and see what happens. That's not fun, though. Like, I, I want an experience, like, through this. Like, I like to watch video games. Like, I watch, like, Jedi Fallen Order. I, I watch Carlos play God of War. Um, he's still working on, um, I think this is Ragnarok. Yeah. Yeah. You could watch somebody else play through it on YouTube. I know, but every time that person is doing something, I am busy. Like, it is literally every time. Like, if I'm at work, I get a notification. Blue Harvest is tw- is streaming on Twitch. Yep. I'm just like, <sighs> like, I just, can I just, like, dedicate a day to not be busy so I can, like, catch a stream? I mean, it's fun. You should. I know. I really want to. Especially, like, you know, our, our cool new friend, Vanessa Marshall's joining us now. She's cool. I like her. Yeah. Delightful. And Haas is delightful, too. I've been watching, and I've been listening to um, High Potion now. Oh, that one's, and that's, that's fun. D and Steve are great. Yeah, Steve's fucking delightful. I love, like, hearing him talk about football. Because, like, I feel like that's, like, you don't really talk about, like, football in Star Wars or, like, in, like, video It Just in podcasts in general. So, it's just, like, yeah! Like, that's nice to hear. And especially, like, his knowledge of, like, games and everything. I don't, I don't know jack shit about video games. But I, I, I like my friends. So. Yeah. That's another reason to check out the stream. Because he's on the stream a lot, too. That's so fun. I need to come hang out. Hopefully, maybe tomorrow night if he streams, maybe I'll join. Have you been up to anything else? No, I haven't. Um, contemplating whether or not I want to see Ant-Man on opening day. Meh. I don't give a shit about Dude, Ant-Man. I, Does anyone? I don't know. I mean, people go see it. It's a Marvel movie. But I think that trailer is garbage. They showed us a bunch of scenes at D23 for that movie. Fine. I think it's ridiculous that they replace uh, his daughter like 10 times. <laughs> that just takes me out of it. I don't know why it does. Like, fucking, like, why can't we just leave Cassie? Like, the, the fifth person who did it was fine. I don't know. I just think it's so strange. Yeah, I don't know. And yeah. then... And then we have Eva Jolene Lil or whatever her name is, Miss uh, I Hate Vaccines, and 
I'm going to go protest about it, but Marvel told me to shut up or I don't have a job, so I shut up. Yeah. There's a lesson that Zachary Levi could learn. Oh my god. What a fucking terrible person. Yeah, he just seems like a real piece of shit, like, beyond just the back stuff. Like, he's just gross. Ugh. Why would you do that? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess he already got paid for the movie, but Christ. You know, I wonder I mean, if it went, he just went, well, they changed the leadership. We're probably not going to get a Shazam 3. What do I care? Maybe he just wants to, like, hang out on Fox News for yeah. a bit, too. Yeah, maybe. Like, he can be, like, their DC correspondent. <laughs> Go do a movie with Gina Carano. Oh, yeah. Apparently people think that, like, she's, like, uh, I don't like saying the word woke. Oh, my God. Because, like, that makes nothing, me feel dirty. Nothing was more funny to me than that they, people were complaining about that Ben Shapiro movie being woke because it had a woman in it. And it just, it's the whole, you know, the, you know, I'm going to vote for the leopard eating, face eating party because surely the leopards would never eat my face. Like, it just shows you can't. They're never going to actually accept you. Yeah. Oh, how the turntables. <laughs> oh, I got this. Okay. Where's his penis? Oh, it's cut off. You got Darth Maul. Oh, why? Because that's what busts are. That's fun. Yeah, I found that on eBay. Was it cheap or was uh, it, it was like not cheap? Oh, <laughs> I will say it was the cheapest I've ever seen it go for, and it was like a buy it now one. So I just I had like favorited it to come back to it later while I decided, and then the next day the guy said like sent me a little thing was like thirty nine dollars off of it, and I thought yes please. Oh, I love when they do that. Yeah, I always <laughs> do that if I am even remotely interested in something that's on buy it now i will do that and just wait a day and the last like four things i bought have been offered to me for cheaper so i got some peter cushing stamps i've not gotten them yet because they're coming from australia so i might not see them for a little bit but that's so fun i know i do that with poshmark too where like i heart things and then they send me like the discount like you take it from me. I don't want it anymore. I'm just like, okay. You, you get sold. I'm a sucker for that, though. I know. I'm trying to look for a new purse because, like, I've had my same Disney, Dooney, and Burke for, I think, since because I got it Christmas of 2019. So three years on a purse that's like 300 years so i'm trying to find a new like dooney but like none of the cute none of the disney ones the past like couple years have been cute so i might just like go on amazon and get an older one or like or not amazon on ebay and like wait for one to go like under like 150 because i would totally pay like 150 for a purse oh just by the way the thing that i showed Brittany when she's asking the penis about was the uh tarkin gentle giant bust from a couple years ago I realize we don't do a video podcast and nobody would know what I was talking about. Not yet. Maybe, maybe like by like year, like 15, mm -hmm. we'll go no. to video podcast. Absolutely not. Because like some people do it, which like I don't really understand why. I mean, I guess I understand why. Because like some people like to like watch what they like, uh, not watch what they eat, but like watch what they're listening to. Um, I don't know. It, it's just me hanging out in bed with my electric blanket in a turtleneck. Like, what more do you need? I mean, I can do this on OnlyFans. I but, just, um, I, I don't, because I don't, I'm never just like sitting down and listening to a podcast where it's the only thing I'm doing. So I would want to watch it. It is a thing I do when I'm on my way to work. It is a thing I do when I'm sitting at my desk working. But I have, I mean, every once in a while, a podcast I listen to will do like, a special episode that has like a strong visual element and then I will check it out but that is very rare yeah I know I, I I'm always listening to things like I I think like back in the day I would like watch things like when people because I don't think I think it's been a long time since I've seen like a like an in-person like podcast or not in-person podcast so actually yeah it has because 
Steele used to do his live shows and I haven't been to one in a long, long time other than the ones he does during celebration. Yeah, I haven't been to a podcast in a while. I know. Other than all the ones you star in with your wonderful erotic fan fictions. <laughs> I was going to say the last time, the last one I had a ticket for was I ended up not going because I wasn't like really feeling going out to a live podcast during the pandemic. That was for Podcast the Ride, and I found somebody to buy my ticket, and they were very excited because it was sold out, and they wanted to come to the show for their birthday. So I felt like, even if I wasn't freaked out about going to a live show during a pandemic, that was an okay. Like, like okay, that's fine. Yeah, oh, that's fun. That's such a nice thing to do for someone's birthday. Even though, like, you don't want to do it, you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah, take it. If you're comfortable with it, you take it. I know. Well, Rusty doesn't listen to this podcast, but um, I I wanted to tell. I can't tell anyone this because it's a surprise, Emily. Like I I can't I can't talk about this. Um, so I'm gonna talk about it under my podcast and hope he doesn't listen. Um, I got him tickets because the other day he was he was talking about how he would love to go to a Coldplay concert, and we're like, what the fuck? That's so random. Why would you want to go to a Coldplay concert? Turns out Coldplay's coming here in uh in fucking uh in September, ten minutes from my house. Oh, nice! So you know what? <laughs> We're going to fucking Coldplay, just me and him. But um, so Ticketmaster, Ticketmaster's a fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you. So for my Taylor Swift tickets, Taylor did not have dynamic pricing on, so like everything was like like fine, mm-hmm. like. I got like two tickets all together. It was like over five hundred dollars. Well, the tickets before that were like one seventy each. So I was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Like Ticketmaster just like fucks you with like taxes and everything. So dynamic pricing was on for Coldplay, and I I got into the queue like really early, like like less than 10 minutes before I entered, which I'm like, oh, this is great. Like, this is magical. Like, usually I'm waiting in the queue for like an hour. My anxiety is at 10. Great. So I didn't realize that for like Coldplay concerts that um, the floor seating is like a free-for-all because like Coldplay's doing their weird shit with like lights and music and shit and like people, it's, it's like a rave, not rave, but, but it's like mission, people. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. So I was like looking up to make sure and I had like a ticket in my cart the ticket went up in price the longer i waited so see that's like i think that's shitty like dynamic price is bad but like as, when it's in your cart the price shouldn't change yeah so the, my ticket was taken because it does like oh someone bought your ticket whatever like ticketmaster does that which i think is fucking stupid um as soon as someone grabs the t- those tickets, like those tickets should be only theirs. Like you should be yeah, able. Yeah, isn't there normally like it'll be like you have seven minutes to check out or something? Yeah, like I think that's crazy. Like I think when I bought my Taylor tickets, it took me like twenty minutes to get tickets because everyone kept taking tickets. So finally, I found tickets in the section I wanted, um, where I buy like the main stage that we like. Where I buy like they have like different like A stage, B stage, C stage. I was like, oh great, I'm by C stage. This is nice. Um, so I finally check out, I think like altogether I spent, it was like four, like 400 something. So it was like cheaper than Taylor, but still expensive. I go back like a couple hours later. Um, the tickets beforehand were like a hundred and like 70 or something. And then now they're like $600. Bananas bananas like as an artist how why do you have dynamic pricing on like Coldplay you're making enough money like you have that option to to turn it off like I'm not I'm not putting Taylor on a pedestal because I don't think that she's perfect either I think more than anything this like Ticketmaster stuff like I it's hard for me to be excited to go to this concert because of all the people that can't go and got fucked over because of Ticketmaster um, don't have dynamic pricing on. Like, you don't need it. You 
are a very successful band and it sucks for your fans who want to see you and want to be able to afford seeing you but can't show up exactly when tickets are on sale because you could be spending a difference of like <clears throat> 500 to like a thousand dollars or something it's ridiculous that is uh that's a, uh, that's quite a bit of money yeah <clears throat> well can't wait to surprise rusty in april and let him know hey we're, we're going to coldplay because you love coldplay i hope it's not like you know when kids go to the store and they see like a snack and they're like i want that snack and it's like well sweetie have you ever tried it before no and then they try it and they're like i fucking hate this i hope he doesn't think of that about coldplay because i'm actually kind of excited about coldplay because i love their like their early 2000s shit i don't really like their like remixes with beyonce about like going high then stars in the sky like that stuff can get fucked but i don't i, I don't. love like i just i love fine. sad chris they're fine i don't care i can't i can't have anger over a band because i don't like their music like i just don't care like you know what you know what i do if i don't like coldplay then i don't listen to coldplay and my life continues i've never understood that about like anger over music i mean like I I felt that growing up with like everything because like I liked the prequels when I was younger. People get angry over that. Um, I liked Taylor Swift while I was younger. People got angry about that. I liked the Jonas Brothers. Um, I liked Blink One Eighty Two. You know, San Diego band. I've seen them like once or twice. Like, you know, you always have the people that are like, "Where are you?" And I'm so sorry. Like, okay, we get it. Like. Sometimes it sounds a little whiny. But, but like, like, why do you then, then don't listen to it? I just, I don't, I don't have time for it. Like, I, I, I can kind of understand it back when radio was a much bigger thing. But now with music streaming services, it, it's not like, I mean, it's really easy to not hear Coldplay. Yeah. Yeah. Just. And, you know, you fuck all you guys who think the Jonas Brothers are shitty because they, they just they now have a star on the Walk of Fame in Hollywood. Fuck all of you guys. The Jonas Brothers are great, except um, I've been to a Jonas Brothers concert and like it, you can't really hear them because like everyone's screaming and like I'm just like a 27 year old lady. Like I want to be able to like hear what I'm, you know, paying for. So that was kind of disappointing. That might have been the worst concert I've been to. And no, Chicago was pretty bad. I saw Chicago a couple months ago, and they weren't very good. Don't tell my parents. They bought the tickets. <laughs> Gonna message your dad. No, don't message my dad. My my dad keeps telling me to tell you things, and I think it's like the funniest <laughs> thing in the world. Really I get a, so I get a message from Brittany the other day, that is, my dad said that you should scold me for having not seen Goodfellas. <laughs> I mean, a couple of things that I think is really funny there. One, I just like the fact that he knows that I'd be like, because I've never met your dad. I've never spoken to your dad. I don't know your dad at all. But your dad knows I'm going to be annoyed that you haven't seen Goodfellas. Yeah. I mean, you'll be in about the wedding, but yeah. But I mean, he, we've been, we've been friends, I mean, for like over five years. Yeah. So like he, it's funny because like he feels like he knows you and it's funny. I think maybe it was Avatar that like you both really like Avatar. Like I think that just like, just that just stuck with my dad that like Emily liked Avatar because like when he found out that you saw it on opening night, he's like, oh, she likes Avatar and like Avatar is really good. Like <laughs> is, your dad on, Emily. is your dad on Facebook? Yes. Can I friend him on Facebook? Yes. Oh my god, I can't wait. And it's funny too cuz like my dad's really new with Facebook. Um I remember on 4th of July, he was getting so excited cuz he had a couple beers and he was just like messaging people, "Happy 4th of July" on Facebook. It was so That's cute. Very cute. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, it's 
Uh, I love just like parents on Facebook. Like it's so delightful. Like I have like some like friends like I knew like growing up and I still follow their parents and like one of them just like posts a picture of nature. It's like I went on a walk today and I saw that movie Auto. I had a great day and I'm like, you know what, Carol, good for fucking you. Like I'm so glad you had a good day. What's your dad's first name? Uh, Vince. Vince Brown. Vincent. Don't add my dad, guys. Only Emily can add my dad. <laughs> that should be the episode title. Don't add my dad. <laughs> okay. Okay, I requested that your uh, question of your dad. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Excellent. Man. What a life we live, Emily. Oh, uh, there was an episode of Bad Batch last week. Yeah. What'd you think? It's fine. Like, it's a little treasure hunt, and you do a little... Pu- it's like, felt like a video game. Like, you do little puzzles, and you figure things out, and then you find treasure, but then you don't actually get the treasure because you can't get treasure because that's not the show. I thought it was okay. I don't mind it, just on a little adventure. I liked it more than the racing one. I like Wanda Sykes. Yes, I do too. Um, Fee. Fee is her name. I think it's really cute, like the treasure hunt and everything, because obviously, like, the boys are like, what the fuck is this? But, like, seeing Omega really into it, and I feel like Fee's, like, giving Omega this, like, She's giving Omega a childhood. Mm -hmm. Like, she's helping her. Because, you know, Fee could be full of shit. And she probably knows that she's full of shit. But, like, knowing that, like, Omega is so into it, I think that their friendship, like, does more to each other. Like, more than they think it does. They seem to be having so much fun when they were figuring stuff out together. Yeah. And even though, like, they, they figured out, like, what, like, a giant, giant mechanical monster and, like, that's it? Like... That's okay, like, but Omega needs to have fun. Like, Omega not never got a childhood. You know, you go back to the the second episode where she gets a little kaleidoscope thing, and she's like, what the fuck is this? This isn't treasure. And he's like, you're supposed to have fun. It's a toy. Like, do you know what toys are? Like, yeah, just, just, just let Omega have fun. Like, I think that's great. Like, I wasn't expecting to, like, care so much about, like, Omega having a good time. Because I feel like with shows like this, I'm just like, yeah, I want story. I want plot. But it makes my heart happy knowing that Omega is giving a chance to, like, live a life that she deserves. Yeah. And amongst all the people trying to kill her. Yeah. And I I think that the boys are figuring that out, too. Kind of like, it's ridiculous, but they see how happy she is. So they're just like, okay, they're such good brothers. Like, I love them so much. I love all of them together so much. I was glad to see another, like, episode where everybody's together again. I know, it had been a bit. Yeah, because we had the Crosshair episode, and then we had, like, the racing episode where the team was split, and we didn't see, you know, we only saw uh, Tech and Wrecker and her. So it was nice to have everybody together. The whole family. I love the score this episode, too. Like, I feel like we got, like, a mix of, like, uh, if if Indiana Jones and Band of Brothers fucked, <laughs> this was the score. Huh. It was it was very adventure-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cute. I, I feel like we don't really have a lot of Indiana Jones in, like... Lucasfilm and we weren't getting the movie this year which I forget when we're getting it I think like June or something but, uh, I don't know I just I can't look I'm hopeful but I have a hard time believing that it will not be dog shit Indiana Jones June 30th I think that's a 30 can I read? Yes, I can read. It is 
June 30th. I don't know. I, I think it'll be good. It, it's funny because I keep going back to when I talk to to you and Steel about like my like trailer reaction and like everyone laughing at me because I was thinking that there was going to be time travel because like they DH Harrison. But like, I don't know, man. I still I'm still in the boat. I'm still in the time travel boat. And like maybe they can pull it off. Like I hope they do. But like you you weren't there, Emily, when Harrison Ford was crying on stage about how good this movie was. Like who cries on stage about a movie, Emily? Like who know. does I mean, that? I don't know. Maybe he's old and was possibly high. So who knows? We're all a little high, but you know what? I have hope, and especially all those cute pictures of him and. Like him crying and then him. Okay, and, but that doesn't make it a good. That doesn't make it a good movie. Like I love him, but him, like I, well, you saw me picture Harrison Ford. I'm like, oh, it's Harrison Ford. But I do like I, I like Phoebe Waller-Bridge a lot, and uh, I mean, Fleabag is so fucking good that I'm I'm willing to give her a go on just about anything. Ooh, Antonio Banderas is in it. I do like Antonio Banderas. Puss in Boots himself. I know. That dude's voice is so fucking hot. Oh, and the the guy that was in the first season of Narcos, the annoying white guy. Oh, the most boring guy in the world. Yeah, he's going to be in Indiana Jones. Maybe he's the new mutt. (laughs) What's that actor's name? Uh, Robert Boyd Holbrook. Yeah, Boyd Holbrook. Yeah, okay. No, he's actually like I've I've seen Boyd Holbrook and other things and not disliked him. That character was just awful. He was just so whiny. Then he was complaining that his wife wanted to leave Columbia. I'm thinking I'd want to leave Columbia too if like people were breaking in and hanging my cat. Yeah, if you're in Columbia and your husband is a drug cop, that seems like things are not going to go well for you. <laughs> Oh, God. But he's in the new Predator movie, and that's really not good either. The 2018 Predator movie. Oh, okay. I don't think that's new. No. Because I was no. like, he, I was, like, he was not in Prey. Oh, okay. Also, yeah, Prey was very good. His spouse is Tatiana. Who's that? Tatiana. I don't know who that is. I always love seeing who actors are married to. Sometimes they're just married yeah. to people. Yeah, but I mean, or they're married to celebrity artist Chris Hall. <laughs> no, great celebrities, am I right? Which which famous actor is married to celebrity artist Chris Hall? Um. His wonderful wife is married to celebrity artist Chris Hall. Okay. Anything we else? Need invite, or, we need to invite ourselves on their podcast. Scruffies? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel like every time I, I always message Ed and I say, hey, Ed, I'm going to invite myself on. <laughs> too nice to tell you to fuck off say ed i'm inviting myself and emily on your podcast i promise i promise i will not be hungover (laughs) (laughs) this is some real high quality podcasting content this is the kind of stuff they can get if they have us on their show just absolutely banging material i know i mean emily like we we met our guys on podcast like our guys met us like this on the air being ourselves like what's better than this what's better than podcasting it brings people together it brings things together it brings so much good into the world. Okay. Yeah. Did we have any other Star Wars to talk about? Uh, the game got delayed by like a month, but I don't, I mean, I'm not going to play it, so it doesn't matter to me. 
I'm just going to watch it on YouTube because I asked Carlos if he was going to play it and he was confused because he thought I meant the first game. And I'm like, no, the first game came out like five years ago. <laughs> was it five years ago? It feels like five years ago, but it was probably like four. I imagine Hawes will be streaming that one. So you might be able to oh, yeah. catch him watching it. I mean, playing it. Oh, that's delightful. And I have to do that too. I know. All those Twitch emails I get. And I get so sad every time I have to delete them because I'm like, I'm busy. I can't join the party. Because you know me, I love a good party. Mm -hmm. Except like, I love a good party, but then I get nervous of the party. And then I need like someone to like push me into the party. Like, stop standing in the corner, Brittany. I know there's a cat over there that you want to pet, but there's people over here. You haven't talked to them in three years. You should talk to them. Yeah, but it's a, you guys share things in common. It's like a cat. I know. I fucking want a cat so bad, but I'm a busy person, and I wouldn't be able to provide efficiently for a cat or a dog. And then, like, just being a parent is fucking hard, Emily. I'm not even a parent yet, and I know how hard it is. Okay. How? I just, I know that it's hard because, like, I see myself now, like, all the freedom that I have. And it's like, if I become a parent, I don't have that anymore. Like, you know, it's a weekend. I'm not at home. The cat's at home. What's the cat doing? Being a cat. I don't know what the cat's it's doing. Being a cat. Because I'm not at home. Yeah, but it's a cat. You can, you can leave a cat. I mean, you can't I leave know. a cat for, like, a month. But you can leave a cat for a day. It's a cat. It'll be fine. I know, but I feel bad because, like, what if the cat gets, what if the cat knocks over something and it's stuck and I, I can't get it because I don't know the cat is stuck. You, you don't know? even, like, okay, just... but you don't, you don't currently own a cat, so you're worrying about a cat you do not have and what you will do when you leave the cat you do not have for a weekend. It's, it could be something that could potentially happen. I need to prepare for every scenario that could happen. Okay. Because, like, my luck, I'm going to get, like, the weirdest cat alive. Like, the cat that, like, stands on the TV or, like, Not likes that weird. to eat ice cubes. Not that weird. Know. What makes a cat weird? No, I don't know. Maybe, maybe like, it stands on, like, it, it stands like a person. There you like, go. Like, that, it, like, walks yeah. around and barks at you. It's probably a weird cat. It's a meerkat. It's, like, it acts like it's a meerkat, but it's, like, a cat. All right. Look, I want to go. I want to go eat my cake and watch some Timothy Oliphant. You know what? That sounds like a great idea. I need to just shower and relax at the end of the night because it's cold, and I have my electric blanket, and that can only keep me warm for so long. There really is no Star Wars news today. I mean, there's Star Wars news some days, but just not today. No, I mean, there's a new episode of The Bad Batch, but that's a couple hours away, so we're probably not going to wait to cover that. Yeah, and a new episode of National Treasure. I just, I love Wednesdays now, because, like, I get to watch Bad Batch, then I get to watch my friends solve treasures, or solve... Solve treasures? Mysteries. Yeah, solve mysteries. They're, like, it's like Scooby-Doo, but with college kids, but, like, they don't have a dog. Oh, that is... So it's not like Scooby-Doo. That doesn't sound at all like Scooby-Doo. They're not, like, trying to find treasure in Scooby-Doo, either. They have all these new versions of, like, of things, like, inspired by, like, Scooby-Doo. So maybe the next one they make, they'll look for treasure. I mean, they go to treasure... Uh, they go to... No, they go to Spooky Island. I love Spooky Island. That's... You know, I wish that Universal would have made a, a version of Spooky Island. That would have been awesome. Brittany, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Kanto Britt. What about you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. The show is at CantoBitePod. You can send us email, CantoBitePod at gmail.com. Uh, let us know if you celebrated Timothy Oliphant Cake Day or what your favorite Timothy Oliphant project is. Or just talk to us about how fucking hot Timmy is. 
Aussie is very, very, very hot. It's just fucking ridiculously hot. And so are our boyfriends. I don't think there's anything wrong with saying Timothy Oliphant is hot. He's like the hottest guy I'm... on the planet. Yeah, I mean, so are our boyfriends. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm very attracted to my boyfriend. Uh, I am too. I don't, no, I, don't think there's wrong, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying the hottest man on the planet is hotter than the guy I'm in love with. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, like, I like cheese, but I also like crackers. Just, like, uh, foods that complement each other. I'm just, I I feel like, I feel like my relationship is in a place where I can say that I find Timothy Oliphant incredibly attractive, and my boyfriend, who does not listen to this podcast anyway, is not going to get offended by that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I mean, mine who doesn't. I listen to this podcast either will not be offended by that too by me saying that Timmy Oliphant's a beautiful man it's just like sometimes it's like it's nice to add you know it's like sometimes it's nice to have like a glass of wine like sometimes it's just it's nice to appreciate those that 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 you know are the reason for the season okay but the season is Timothy Oliphant cake day season so the reason for this season specifically is Timothy Oliphant Yes, but in, like, a weird, like, what-if scenario, like, there could be, like, a version of, like, this planet with us in it, where, like, if we didn't meet them, then we wouldn't be here on Timmy Lofon Cake. But then it's, like, that could be true of anybody else in the world, and that's, like, everybody in the world day, but it's not. It's Timmy Lofon Cake Day. Yes. All right, I'm going to go watch some Timothy Lofon being hot and funny and eat some cake. Me too. All right. Uh, next episode is 250 somehow, and we don't have anything planned for it because we are bad podcasters. If you need more evidences of being bad podcasters, listen to the last, I don't know, 50 minutes of this episode. Uh, Matt, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk to you guys next week and probably not do anything other than talk about Bad Batch and food. So it'll be a really... Uh, very different and special celebration of 250. We will talk to you guys then. Bye. Bye. Uh, Kanto bitch number one doing it fulcrum style. Uh, check it out. Listen up, y'all, because this is it. Fuck on the rest, be a Kanto bitch. Brittany the Jinch and Emily Lynn. Bet on these two to show place and win. These are the girls you've been looking for. Unique takes on Star Wars and more. Listen every week for laughs and fun. Take it from me, Kendall Bitch number one.